everyone. If you are a mom struggling with energy, time, and frustration around your food, fitness, and hormones, you're in the right place. I am sharing real life strategies from over a decade in the health and wellness space, as well as coaching over hundreds of busy moms just like you into healthier, happier, and more confident relationships with food, fitness, and their bodies. Not to mention my own personal journey, my own personal struggles with hormones, health, and body image. I'm Natalie Guevara, macronutrition coach, female hormone and metabolism expert, and personal trainer. I am the creator of Moderation Through Macros, my signature nutrition coaching curriculum, founder of Strong Mamas and Macros, my program that helps moms realign their hormones to lose the weight that they want, have more energy, and feel more confident in their bodies, as well as the owner of Updog Wellness and Fitness. I'm also your host for the Strong Mamas and Macros podcast, and I can't wait to dive in with you today. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Strong Mamas and Macros podcast. Um, I apologize for getting this episode out a little bit later. Uh, I've been dealing with, I, I guess it's, it's weather. We've gone from 70 degree days to 20 degree days. Um, and last Thursday when I uh, had scheduled to record, it actually iced overnight and we didn't really <laughs> anticipate that. But anyway, all that to say, it's uh, caused a lot of, of sinus issues. And so I've had a lot of difficulty with, with sneezing and, and all kinds of stuff, uh, which is, which is not pleasant, which is not fun and made for a wonky voice to do a whole bunch of coaching calls and record a podcast. It's really interesting because anytime I, I have something like that come up and, and I can't record I always, you know, am thrown back to the podcasters that that batch record everything. So they essentially, you know, pick a recording day, they set up their home studio, and they just go at it and will, you know, schedule a month or two in advance. And so I always feel like, gosh, you know, if you're more organized, then you then you should be able to do this. But then I heard one of uh, a podcaster that I listened to. Um, who's a little bit more on the sciencey aspect uh, of nutrition and health, and and you know he apologized for missing two weeks of recording because he was sick, and so I actually reached out and he you know kind of confirmed it's you know you never need someone else's confirmation, but it's always nice to have someone that's been doing this a little bit longer than you have say yeah no you're you're just fine um, because you know part of what he does is is based off of in the moment feedback from listeners, and and that's something that that I really enjoy doing, getting, you know, emails or, or DMs on Instagram or whatever have you based on your feedback of, of what's going on in an episode, what's resonating, you know, and what's going on in, in the real world. And so I feel like, it, and, I, and I have tried batching a couple of times, but I feel like when I do that, I'm not only really disconnected to real time, uh, with with episodes and things like that, but I'm also disconnected to what's resonating with you guys and what is is really helpful. So a long-winded response to say, I, I apologize for getting this out late, but at the same time, I do really like getting you guys' feedback and, and being able to, to provide content that is actually relevant rather than just something that I planned, it out, planned out and might not be really <laughs> valuable for you in the moment. So 
um, all that to be to be said, I absolutely loved. I had some really detailed and deep conversations with you guys relating to the last episode where I talked. Um, I talked for a really long time. That's probably I, I meant to go back and check, but that might be the longest episode that I've ever recorded. Uh, but I got so 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 much feedback from you guys, and I loved having these conversations. And so I did kind of you know. Um, rewire today's conversation to to kind of uh, ta- piggyback off of that and to talk about why dieting is hard. Um, you know, a lot of you guys were really vulnerable in reaching out and you know talking about how you didn't realize that dieting mindset was such an important or not important, but, but a huge part of your day-to-day life. And so a lot of you guys, you know, were, were talking about how you really felt like that's something that you needed to dig a little bit deeper into with your nutrition journey. And so I loved that you guys were developing awareness around this and, and just being more mindful of it. Right. Because anytime we're trying to make any kind of change, uh, you know, typically when we seek out to make changes, it, it, it typically is for the good. But when we do that, you know, it, we have to start with with awareness, right? And so, um, you know, I just want to reiterate that that's the best place to start is just to be aware of of when it's creeping up and not try to necessarily do anything about it in the moment, um, but just have that awareness and, and just start to notice, notice things, notice how it affects how you think about yourself, how do you, how you talk to yourself, um, how you make food choices, how you make exercise choices, all these different ways that it can be really, really sneaky um, and, and just call it out and call it out for what it is. So that being said, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into why dieting is hard and maybe give you some clarity around ways to make it easier. Um, And so before I get into that, I just kind of want to give a chronological order. If this is your first time listening, or if you haven't listened to the last few episodes, we're kind of, this is an unintentional series that we've kind of started here. We started with talking about uh, what macros are, macros made easy. We've talked about nutrition, nutritional periodization, which is kind of what, what started this, this dieting talk. Um, a lot of you guys had reached out and said that you never even really realized that there are more cycles to your nutrition rather than just trying to use nutrition for dieting or to lose weight or body fat, um, which led into dieting mindset, which is now leading into this. And who knows, based off of, what, of, of you guys' comments in the in the coming weeks, um, this, this series might, might continue to go on. And so I've kind of taken that um, based off of your questions and, and, and chunked it down. So if you haven't listened to any of those other episodes, I almost would encourage you to pause this episode and go back and go back and listen to, to some of the, the older episodes. So you just have a little bit more context around what we're, what we're talking about and, and, um, you know, to help you get the most out of this episode. So that being said, there is a lot of, of feedback. There is a lot of messaging out there around dieting being incredibly hard. And so there's a couple of reasons in my opinion that this is. First of all, we are under the mistaken impression that anytime that we do anything that changes our body, changes our life, changes our current circumstances, that it needs to be incredibly hard. And partially, this is human nature, right? So if you haven't heard me talk about it before, our brains are designed to 
you know, look out for danger. And so we can take this, this is, this is evolutionary, right? You know, we at one time, you know, needed to be constantly looking out for danger. If you were, you know, living in the woods, you might constantly be looking out for bears, but our, our uh, brain has this low level automated, just constant, I'm seeking out danger. And this is what's gotten us this far. This is a safety mechanism. This is designed to keep us safe. This is designed to keep us alive. So that's not necessarily something that we want to change, uh, but it is something that we want to be a little bit more aware of as we start to do other things that can be somewhat uncomfortable. So there's a huge difference when we're doing something that's going to be different from what our current status quo is um, and it being difficult and it being uncomfortable. So when it comes to, because if you have never heard me talk about, you know, the, my, my style of coaching or the way I coach people, I am all about a sustainable lifestyle. I am all about taking your nutrition, taking your exercise and where you are now and incrementally bridging to where you want to be. So and I'll get to that that point in a minute because that's another reason that that dieting is perceived to be super hard or we make it hard on ourselves. However, there is a huge difference between a sustainable lifestyle, a sustainable diet, just being completely effortless or you know no work necessary, and being willing to put the appropriate amount of work into what we're doing in order to get the desired change. So when we look at starting a new nutrition plan, and and I'm referring to nutrition plans as, as quote, diets for two reasons. First of all, that's kind of what's mainstream and it's it's most understood. Um, second of all, it's, it's easier to say than saying nutritional plan every single time. But what I want you guys to recognize, and hopefully you do from listening to the nutritional cycle episode, is that when I'm referring to diets, I'm referring to the dieting phase of nutritional cycling. So the dieting phase being the, the point that we're in a caloric deficit in order to achieve body fat loss. Um, so most of the time when we're looking at, at dieting or going into that deficit, and I'm talking about sustainable lifestyle changes, we've either, you know, gotten our head that a sustainable lifestyle change is not going to be not going to be good enough because it's not hard enough. And I talked about that in last episode on dieting mindset, or we think that it needs to be super easy. And so what happens when we when we get into either one of those mindsets, truthfully, I, I feel that we wind up in the same place of overworking our nutrition. And so an example of that is either feeling like it needs to be super hard or getting into a place where you're getting in the groove. Maybe you're doing new things. Maybe it is slightly uncomfortable, but you still have these thoughts. You still have these feelings and perceptions around, okay, well, if I'm getting traction and I'm doing this and this is easy, then I'm just going to start doing more, doing more of whatever I'm doing. So mostly that looks like trying to eat less and exercise more. And so this is what I call overworking. So constantly feeling like we need to overwork our plan in order to get either A, better results or B, faster results. And the end result is going to be the same for both of these paths in making dieting incredibly hard, right? 
So we either went in too hard or we went in, you know, maybe the right amount, maybe a little bit too easy. And then we automatically needed to flip it to make it too hard. And part of the reason that this is, is we do have messaging out there around like if you have more discipline, if you have more willpower, if you are more extreme, you know, you're going to get better results or you're going to get quicker results or, you know, whatever that looks like. So again, going back to if you immediately hear the word dieting or think of a dieting phase and you immediately think like, gosh, this sucks. Why do you think that? The second reason that we make dieting hard is it's been made hard for us. And so this is one of, um, this is one of my favorite things to just bring into, uh, my clients, just like zone of awareness around different diets and different plans. And so Again, um, when I'm talking about dieting, I'm talking about that phase of being in a caloric deficit. Most of the time when you guys hear the word diet, you're thinking of different dieting um, plans or, or, or dieting protocols such as keto, intermittent fasting. Um, you know, a lot of people lump Whole30 in there, although it's an elimination diet and it's not intended to be a long-term sustainable lifestyle, but you know, we're not going to get into that today. Um, paleo, veganism, all kinds of different protocols versus just, you know, a dieting phase being a caloric deficit. But there are a lot of those out there. There's a lot of multi-level marketing companies such as um, Octavia and things like that that have that have surfaced up and creating all these, these diets where you have to follow a specific strict protocol. And so going into what I was talking about previously, you know, from my philosophy, we are taking where you are now and incrementally getting to where you want to be for that sustainable lifestyle. Again, that doesn't mean that it's not going to be uncomfortable. That doesn't mean that you're not going to work at it. It does mean that you shouldn't overwork at it. Most of these protocols completely have you overhaul your life, your current lifestyle. Um, and, you know, for some people that have either been struggling with weight or struggling with health issues um, or, you know, just really are, are doing a, a, a big bird's eye view over their nutritional lifestyle and are like, hey, I need to make some drastic changes. That can seem you can perceive that as a really good thing at, a, at the time. However, we didn't get to where we are today overnight. So our body, our minds, our emotions, all the things are going to be really resistant to us, you know, completely doing a 180 overnight as well, which is more often than not what we are doing when we are, you know, subscribing to whatever different lifestyle, different um, protocol, whatever have you that you are. And so people are asking me all the time, you know, is this diet going to work for me? Is this diet going to work for me? Is this diet going to work for me? And the answer is anything that puts you in a caloric deficit is going to work for you for a period of time. The question is, is it going to work for you long-term, right? And so, you know, this is something that actually when I wrote out, so my nutrition curriculum or philosophy or whatever you want to call it, it's it's not a diet. It's called moderation through macros. Again, if you haven't listened to the past um, few episodes, I, I go into a little bit more detail of how I got there. But one of the big things that I had to consider when I'm I'm writing out this journey for folks and, you know, the way I do things is completely customized to every individual person. So there is no, you know, we don't eat this or we do eat this or blah, 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 um, is, you know, I, I had to 
start with the end in mind. And this is not something that I started at the beginning of my nutrition coaching um, career. (laughs) This is not something that I even did within the first six months. This took years of messing up. Um, This took years of personal experience, education, uh, and real life in the trenches work with folks to realize that, you know, anytime someone comes to me with a goal, I have to look at, okay, this is the goal. This is the, the end result that we want. But beyond that, what is that end result? Where do we want to be in five years? Where do we want to be in 10 years? How do we want to feel? How do we want to live our lives? That all needs to be taken into consideration when you're considering how you're going to enter your diet phase and how you're actually going to get to your goal. So an example of that is if you come, um, let's just say you, you go to any coach or decide on your own that you want to lose 10 pounds. Fine goal, but what we have to also consider in order for this to be a sustainable goal is do we want to lose 10 pounds? Do we just want to lose 10 pounds or do we want to look at, you know, how do we want to lose 10 pounds? What are non-negotiables in our lives? How do we want to, how do we want to feel? How do we want to um, sustain and maintain this 10 pound loss? Right. And so when we look at a lot of these super hard diets, we're looking at, okay, I can do a really hard sucky thing for a short period of time, but there's no education. There's no empowerment. There's no, no knowledge on, okay, I got to this 10 pound loss. Now what am I going to do about it? Right? Because more often than not, you're not going to keep up with the, with the crazy fad diet of the month that we're trying to get there. And I don't say this with any judgment. I've done plenty of crappy fad diets in my lifetime. Um, You know, I'm not proud of them, but I can say, you know, as a nutrition professional now and as a coach, when people come and they talk to me about some of these crazy things that are out there, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I've been there, done that. Um, And I also understand the repercussions of what happens when we do that. So all that to say, part of the reason that dieting is perceived hard or dieting may be hard for you is because so many of the plans out there have taught you that yes, they are in fact hard. Yes, you in fact have to give up elements of your life, elements of your happiness. Um, you know, food, food, food is just fuel. Food is not joy and celebration and all these, these other lies that are sold to you. And at the end of the day, you're, you're essentially taught to fail. That's one of the biggest things. And one of the things that I really pride myself in my program is that so many of these programs literally are teaching you to fail. They're teaching you not to to trust yourself, not because you don't have the willpower or the discipline to get through the sucky thing, but because they don't give you the knowledge, they don't give you the power to be able to maintain the thing that you wanted when you got there right? And this is partially why the dieting industry is a billion, multi-billion dollar industry is because people will do one crappy diet, lose some weight, gain it back. And they'll be, they'll determine that the diet that they did didn't work for them. And you'd be correct. I, I tell my people all the time that anything that you did to lose weight and then you regained, you're right. It didn't work for you. Even if you feel that it worked to get the weight off, it didn't work for you because you didn't sustain it. Nothing is working unless it, you sustain it. Um, and so 
so yeah, so so many protocols out there are teaching you that you, you know, that didn't work, so I'm going to jump to this. And that didn't work, so I'm going to jump to this. So we keep wasting money. And then, you know, again, I'm just going to call this out here. Then, you know, it's not just me. I'm in many, many coaching groups where, you know, folk, by the time folks will get to coaches that really want to help them understand their nutrition, understand nutritional cycles, nutritional lifestyles, and really help them improve the quality of their life, improve their relationship with their body and food, they're like, gosh, I, I can't afford coaching because you've spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on programs that taught you to not trust yourself, that taught you to not, um, that you can't follow through, that taught you that this isn't going to work. And so you have all these limiting beliefs of, gosh, I'm going to invest this money. This is not going to work. Gosh, I'm going to spend this much more money. But at the same time, I myself, before I had any amount of education and, and you know, frankly, after I had some education, have spent so much money on different diets, different protocols. And if I added all of that up, like what it was worth to me to hire a coach that, that coached me through, you know, letting go of all that bullshit is, was absolutely priceless, was absolutely priceless. And this is not a plug for me. This is a plug for any coach that is out there that is invested in your health, that is invested in your future and it's invested in your well being. And so another reason that dieting is hard it's because we have created this messaging, and I don't mean you personally, I mean just the industry itself, um, that there's all these barriers to being able to accomplish it. And so when it comes to, you know, dieting or change, this is where we we literally get a trauma response. Why? Because we've traumatized our body. We've tra traumatized our brain. We traumatize, you know, our feelings about ourselves over and over and over and over and over again with these really restrictive crappy diets that got us nowhere. And that in itself is really, really hard. So I got off on a little tangent there. I'm going to go back to my notes and circle back, back around. Um, but another reason that dieting is hard or, again, perceived as such is that we have created this restriction within diets. And so there's a difference between restriction and restraint. And once you learn the difference between restriction and restraint, you will get so, so, so much further in your journey. And so let's really quickly, and I, I kind of wanted this, this episode to be a little bit shorter, but let's really quickly kind of break down what the difference is. So restriction is telling yourself or putting these rules on yourself that you can't have this, you can't have this, and you can't have this. However, what we can do in order to maintain a positive outlook on our nutrition, a positive outlook on our bodies, a positive outlook on the overall experience is learn how to restrain ourselves. And so restraining ourselves does not mean that we're not allowing ourselves to have whatever the thing is. We're not removing it from our life. We're not removing it from um, you know, our, our kitchen, even what we're doing is we're learning to have freedom around the food while having enough self-discipline and restraint to say, 
you know, this is something that I can have today, but not necessarily every day, or maybe we reduce portions or, you know, it can look a million different ways. And this is one of the huge reasons that I use macro tracking as a tool with my clients in order for them to understand their, their energy requirements, to understand their nutritional needs, and to really understand how we can, we can fit certain foods in and we can, we can, I call it, uh, macro Tetris, but we can kind of fit the puzzle pieces together to get the desired outcome. For me, and now again, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying this and and some of you are listening and you're saying, well, that seems really, really hard. Um, but, you know, that's where I get into you, you really get to choose your heart, right? You know, continuously doing the restrictive diet thing over and over and over again, losing the weight, gaining it back, doing it again. Um, you know, at the time we're kind of looking at it cause I, I still get applications. I still do consultations where folks say, I just want you to tell me what I can eat and what I can't eat because they're looking at the bigger picture and saying, well, that's hard for me to figure out how I can fit all the things that I want to eat into, into my day, into my week, into my plan, into whatever. However, my response will always be as you get to choose your heart. Is it harder to lose the same 10 pounds over and over and over again, or is it harder to maybe spend a little more time up front messing up, learning, growing, understanding how to read food labels, understanding how to track your food, understanding what your food is made up of, and then for the rest of your life, that knowledge never goes away, right? And so, you know, again, and this is a personal decision, this is a personal realization that, that everyone has to go through. And I too was of the mindset of, gosh, I just want a meal plan. Gosh, I just want somebody to tell me what to do. This seems so much easier than having to learn what to do. But at the end of the day, it's just not. And so to, to kind of wrap this up, um, I, I hope that this is helpful. Again, if you Hopefully this will make more sense if you've listened to the Dieting Mindset po podcast, which is the, the episode right before this one. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, so so make sure that you listen to that. And you know, the last thing that I really want to say about uh, dieting being hard is, is to really check your mindset around what you're doing, why you're doing it, and what your desired outcome truly is, right? So, you know, again, I know I sound like a broken record, but more often than not, we enter a diet because we feel some sort of um, some sort of lack, some sort of scarcity, some sort of urge to to bully our, our physiology, to bully our, our psychology into to changing our appearance, um, to changing something about our lives. And you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and just call this out too, because I, again, I've been doing this for over a decade now. Um, a lot of times, we we feel called to to do this because we're we're feeling um, we're feeling that we need to just change something in our lives, and all, more often than not, our body seems something like something that we we should and we we do have complete control over. And while yes, that would be would be accurate, you know, your body is something that you definitely should feel like you have complete control over. It's not as, as simple as just, you know, going in into the next diet or whatever in order to manipulate our body to, to make something else better. So checking your mindset, checking your why, um, and and always checking what your desired outcome and again, I just want to reiterate when I say your desired outcome, I don't mean the amount of weight you want to lose. I mean what, what kind of quality of life you want after you've accomplished the thing. Because at the end of the day, when you're going into a dieting phase, when you're going into a fat loss cycle, the goal is to get in and get out. 
right? We want to be in that dieting cycle the least amount of time possible. And, you know, that should excite so many people. Um, because, you know, we want to be able to eat the food. We want to be able to eat the food. Uh, so, so yeah. So I know this episode was a bit of just like a, a ramble and feels like kind of like a, just a tirade, but I hope that this is, is giving you, um, some, some awareness some things to think about. And again, it, it does just start with, with that awareness. Right. And so if you are considering, you know, we're, it's, uh, getting ready to be March tomorrow. Um, so we're coming into the spring, we're coming into spring break and we're coming into summer. And I know a lot of you guys have the, the urge to, to shed some body fat. And, and of course I am 100% in full support of that. But if you're getting ready to hop into something that you feel is incredibly hard or it's something that you're, you're dreading, or it seems sucky, then chances are, first of all, it probably is, but you know, just really stop and pause and, and, you know, go through those questions. What am I about to do? Why am I going to do it? What's my desired outcome? Why does this seem like it's going to be hard? Is there anything that I can do to make it easier? And, you know, my, my friend and my mentor, Jay Tita, I really still want the hat. Um, but he has a phrase that he says, easy is earned. And so, when looking at some of these other things, um, you know, and, and you feel like it is hard because there's extra steps or you might have to learn a few things. I just want you to remember that, that, that easy is, is earned. And sometimes the, the things that, that seem easy on the outside might be harder long-term and vice versa. So again, I hope this was helpful. I love hearing from you guys on Instagram. Feel free to join the Strong Mamas and Macros Facebook community. We're actually going to start a challenge, which I have to announce today. Uh, next Monday, March the 7th, we're going to do a free macro tracking challenge. I'm going to be teaching you guys some of my tried and true tricks on understanding your macros, calculating your macros, and... Um, and yeah, it's it's going to be completely free. It's going to be a good time. Hopefully this will give you guys some more education. So I'd love to have you in there. And last announcement, I'm going to be offering some bonus episodes over the coming months. One, I'm going to do a totally separate episode to announce what that bonus series is going to be on. But the second one, a good friend of mine, sleep and stress consultant extraordinaire, Nicole Hill, and I started doing uh, weekly coffee chats. We actually started doing it six months ago, but we decided last week to start recording them live on our Facebooks. You're more than welcome to friend me on Facebook. Um, I don't have anything to hide. It's Natalie Guevara, but live every Friday at 9 a.m. So I'm going to be extracting the audio from those videos and, and add those as bonus episodes on the podcast as well. And it is also on my YouTube channel. So check that out as well. Lots of good nuggets, two different perspectives. And yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I will see you next week. But before we jump in, I'd love for you to head to updogwellnessandfitness.com forward slash five keys to download my free guide, the five keys to balancing your hormones so that you can lose the weight that you want, have more energy and more confidence in your body without restricting food and spending hours in the gym. It's completely free and it's my gift to you. I hope you enjoy.